Welcome to the Caleb Bullard Show, everybody. I appreciate you guys coming out for another episode where I literally bring experts from the field of health, wealth, relationships, and mindset. And today I'm actually bringing you guys Danny Flores, a, a literally a life coach, you know, somebody who's been through it, who's now done a half marathon, has his own coaching business. So I'm bringing him on just to give you guys a little tip, tidbits and, you know, little, little things to get you to the next quicker so you don't have to make the same mistakes that, that maybe he made in the past. So without any further ado, Bring on my good friend, Danny Flores. Hey, Danny. Caleb, what's going on, brother? Hey, we're, we're doing good, man. I'm so thankful to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to come here. Super excited to, to dig into your backstory, um, get a few tidbits, get a few gold nuggets that we can apply to our lives to get us to the next, and then you know see what you've been working on. Yeah, of course, brother. First of all, man, thank you for the opportunity. I, I, I just, I always just uh, love sharing my, my journey and just sharing as much, as much value to, to the audience as possible. So I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. So I guess just opening up here, just curious, like what's, what's like your backstory? Like how did you end up in the position that you are now? Yeah. So actually, my, my backstory has nothing with the position I'm in now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I pretty much had, you know, I, I lived. Uh, as much of an average life as you can live, right? I was just like everyone else. I was told to go to school, uh, graduate, go to college, right? Find out what you want to do for the rest of your life, graduate again, and then find a job that will secure secure you for the rest, rest of your life. And that's pretty much the road I've been down. Like I said, I lived the most average life possible. And it's funny because I, I majored in construction, right? That was the major that I did over in college. That's and I finally tough. got my lucky break. I got my internship on the last semester of college. And after oh, I wow. after I graduated, I the company I entered with actually kept me around. And that's kind of what got me got my foot through the door in construction. I've been in the construction industry for about 12 years. Uh, I actually left that industry last year. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what got me into construction, which is because, you know, I just happened to just major in it. I was able to get my foot through the door and I just I just stayed with it, you know, and um but the thing is, over time, now this happens for some people where over time, you kind of feel like you were meant for more, right? I just, I couldn't mm. explain it. I, I could not explain it, but I, I just, I knew that construction was not the industry for me about two to three years getting into it. You know, <laughs> I wish I knew that when I was in college, but that that, that didn't happen. I, I had to actually get in the field. I had to get exactly. in the field for it to, for me to figure out that it wasn't for me. And over time, it's just like, I knew I, I wanted to do something else, but at the same time, it's like, okay, I went to school for seven years to get a degree. Like I, I also didn't want, want to not do it because I spent, I spent so much time studying. I was like, mm -hmm. well, let me see if I could suck it up and see see if I changed my, my mind after a year or two. And the longer I stayed in that industry, man, the, the more it was draining me for some reason. So that's where I figured out, okay, well, if I'm not going to do construction, what am I going to do with my life? Mm -hmm. And when I was 30 years old, my brother actually got me my first entrepreneurial book, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. That's the first entrepreneurial that book, book I read. Yes, phenomenal book. And once, once book. I yep. read that book, that created that that's where that's where the sto story started, right? That that was that that created me to dive a little bit more into Grant and other guys like uh Robert Kiyosaki, uh, uh Tony Robbins, etc. And I went from reading books to buying online courses to attending events, networking events, and and just traveling the country. And that, that's your that, first that's, book. What you was that? Like your, your brother got you that you know Grant Cardone's book there. What, yeah. Like um when when was that? How long ago was that? 
Yeah, that was in my early thirties. Um, okay. I, I believe I believe I was I was here twenty nine or thirty when that happened because because literally that's when my life that that's literally when I started my personal development journey was when I was in my in my thirties. So, yeah, sure. that's awesome. It's just crazy how yeah. one book just one you're always one person away from literally getting yourself to to like where you've always wanted to be. And for you, it was just like a book. It's yeah. just how powerful that information is if you're actually looking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because it's. You, you'll have that. I have many moments where it was like that one book or that one person. I have, I have many, many moments like that. Thank God. But you know, there was, I met that, I met a, a good person about uh, two years ago at a networking event. And because I met him, I was able to uh, meet other people following that. And it's just, my life just completely changed, man. Once I, once I finished reading that book, like I said, it just created a snowball effect and allowed me to get into this world that I didn't even know much about. I didn't even know, I, yeah. it, it didn't even cross my mind that I could become an entrepreneur, right? Because I was not raised in the, in the environment where that was an option, right? I cannot remember a single time where my high school teachers ever used words like investing or networking, <laughs> right? Or passive yeah. income, starting your own business. Like no one ever talked like that in my environment. So I didn't, I didn't know this was an option for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I'm so glad that you talked about, you know, going to events, you know, one thing led to another, you know, your brother introduced you to the book, you started going to events, started networking with people, because I have like a very similar story in that sense, because if I would have never gone to these events, you got to get yourself in the right circles, because your average everyday friends, the people you go to school with, for the most part, there might be like a couple here and there, yeah. just they don't have that same drive, that same ambition to literally like escape this nine to five, because the system's broken, and you know, used to work, but now like you're talking about, I mean, you went to heart school for seven years. That's a lot of dedication. That's a lot of hard work, a lot of money. Um, and then just to like, you know, slowly figure out that that's not going to get you to where you want to be. It's not going to bring ultimate fulfillment. Super wise on your end. Because most people, it's much later on in their 20s before they figure that out. So, I mean, just be proud of yourself for that. And then um, you did the right thing. You you worked with people and then, you know, one person at the event and all those people that go to these events, they're all trying to find something that's real, something that works. So what's cool is like you can go there, don't have to spend any money because usually there's like, you know, different programs pitched. But just by connecting with that one person, you know, they could you know reach out to you months later. Like, hey, I found this thing. I've been working on it. It's been working out for me. Might want to give it a shot. And it sounds like that's something that might have happened for you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's funny. It's 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 crazy how just one decision could change your entire life. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm living proof of that. Unfortunately, it's it's like not everyone takes the investment road, right? And, and it really is unfortunate because what what happened to me and similar to what happened to you can really happen to anyone if you put in the work, right? But a lot of people like me were not raised in that environment where that where that was an option, right? And and it doesn't cross people's minds, or maybe it does, but they think they're not worthy enough. They they think that oh, it's too good to be true. I can never get there. You know, mm -hmm. and 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 like and like you mentioned, right? Being surrounded by the right people is is huge, man. Absolutely huge, right? The saying goes, "You are like the five people you surround yourself with," right? So if you surround yourself with average people who have no goals, no vision of their future, have have no desire to change their life, guess what? You're gonna be number six. But if you exactly. surround yourself with power players, investors, educators, motivators, you're also going to be number six. It's just a matter of what side of the line you're going to be on. A hundred percent, but it just, it takes effort. And a lot of people don't want to put that effort in. And then also yeah. to something that I wish I would have known starting out 
is literally like the first two columns to lock down before you can like achieve anything like on, on a great scale is going to be your, your fitness and your mindset. Like those are the first two things. Like I tell everybody, like you get those locked down, doesn't matter what the opportunity is, you'll find a way you'll make it happen. And that's something that I really appreciate. Like the support from you, like even like these, these early wakeups, I know we met through, you know, Sean Crane's program, which is phenomenal for anybody listening that wants to take their health to the next, but getting yourself connected with people. And a lot of times it takes money to play and you just got to put the money in, but what you get back is so much more than you can imagine. And you just don't know, like Dan said, where one door is going to lead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's funny you mentioned fitness and mindset because to me, the, the most important habit you could ever build for yourself, the most important thing you could ever do for yourself is get into the fitness world and work out, right? If you're able to get up early, you're able to take a cold shower, go to the gym, absolutely crush your workout. You're able to, to journal, meditate, and do all these things before the average person wakes up. You will be so much, so much more ahead, right? Being able to work out and be consistent with it is extremely hard, right? Which is why it creates discipline if you're able to do it. But the thing is, it's because it's hard, not a lot of people, uh, either people do it and they stop or they don't do it at all. But it, work, working out fitness is one of the best habits you could ever apply for yourself because because what happens physically becomes stronger uh your your muscle mass increases your bone density increases but it also helps you develop your mindset as well you become more confident you become less depressed because you're not sitting on the couch not doing anything right you become uh, more reliable uh consistent right so working out isn't just going to the gym and lifting weights it, it's a lot more than that if if you're committed to it right and it all starts with that committed, making a committed decision and then establishing daily disciplines and getting yourself surrounded by killers that are going to hold you accountable to that. But yeah, one thing I, I wish I would have learned sooner too is actually you know why you're doing what you do. Like, like if you do decide to work out, make sure you sit down and actually go why like seven levels deep. I'm sure you've heard of this, Dan, where you're going to ask yourself like multiple times and figure out the root of why you want to do what you want to do. And is it a good reason or not? Because right. if it's a good reason and it not only helps you, but it helps other people, it's going to be so much easier to wake up at 5 a.m. Like, I don't even really need the alarm anymore. It's just like checking up on, you know, other people, you know, maybe, if, you know, here and there, you know, you got to listen to your body. But if you literally just figure out, find a really strong why, really strong purpose, you could you could achieve anything. Because once you make that committed decision, the daily disciplines are so much easier to keep up with. Because I know so many people that start in the gym, you know, it's January, all these people are starting in the gym. And before you know they're going to fade off just because the reason why they started, the reason why they got in the gym, maybe it was just about them, whatever it is, it's not strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mentioned your why, which is, I, I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. Your why, if you let it, if you're able to, can become your superpower, right? Oh yeah. When, when it's, it's funny because there's a difference between discipline and motivation. I don't always want to go to the gym. Like sometimes I'm not feeling it, but I go because it's the discipline that's within me, right? Because I've already made this a habit committed. And your why is going to help you get through those moments where you don't feel like doing something. And, and this goes beyond fitness, right? This goes beyond mm. uh, the gym, right. anything in life, any area in your life, as long as you understand your why is going to make going through those dark times, right? Those, those challenges and setbacks, is going to make it a little bit easier to get through that, right? And it's it's everyone, you have to understand what your why is. If you don't understand what you, why your why is, 
you're going to quit before you ever step forward. And you mentioned these, you know, it's, it's the beginning of the year. So a lot of people are going to start going to the gym right now. Right. But the next few months, people are going to start falling off little by little. And the reason why that is, is because people see their goals. What do people talk about? Right. Beginning, beginning of the year is their new, new year resolutions. Right. Yep. But the problem with that is why do you need a new year or, or, or a certain date to tell you to get started? Right. Every day should be resolutions. You should have resolutions and goals every single day, because what happens if you do it, if you think about it annually, yearly, you're going to fall off easily. Right. OK, well, I'll start again next year. I'll start again next year. And then people just start falling off little by little. But if you make the commitment every single day and you have goals, you have res resolutions every single day. And on top of that, you know what, why your what your why is? Dude, there's there's no doubt that you'll be you, you'll achieve your goals. Absolutely no doubt about it. There's no mountain you can't move at that point. Oh, and I know that you uh, you recently ran was it like a half marathon that you ran recently. I'm just curious, like you know, having that mindset locked down, having your having your fitness locked down, like how did that help carry you through a half marathon? Because from my understanding, it's a very mental thing when you're running for that long. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let me let me actually backtrack to uh, to why I decided to run a marathon. Right. Because there's there's a big story behind that, which I like to tell. So when we're in high school, right, we have that like mile run test we have to do in high school for gym class. You remember that. Right. Yeah. Right. No, no one was really excited for that unless you were like a star athlete. Right. Which I was not. Right. My cardio sucked. I was not an athlete. I was not a runner. Right. I just wasn't. But I was I was big into weightlifting. Right. I, I, I was doing fitness just not conditioning or cardio. And because my cardio sucked, I remember every time that we would run, I would, I, I could not run a mile without either stopping or throwing up afterwards, right? And to make matters worse, we always ran right before lunch. And because I was nauseous, I didn't go to lunch like the other kids. I went to the nurse's office to recover because I just felt like absolute crap, man. Uh. Doing, doing a, 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 a practice run, couple of times a week for about a month to get ready for the actual test. Right. And that's really what traumatized me for running. I said, <laughs> I said, screw this. I'm just going to stick to the weights. You know, I don't want to run anymore. So I yeah. spent my, the rest of my teens and, and all of my twenties not running at all. It wasn't until my thirties when I pick, picked up that book, my personal de development journey started. And it wasn't until that moment where, you know, I started to really become obsessed with becoming the best version of myself. Right. And the thing is, I knew that in order to do that, I had to eliminate all the fears, anything that was holding me back. And guess what? That included running. So I knew this was a challenge I had to tackle. So I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm like, man, how can I, how can I overcome this challenge? Well, why don't I just sign up for a marathon? <laughs> what? <laughs> so that was my idea. Uh, but I knew I had to start slow, right? Because the last time I did this wasn't a great experience for me. So what happens is I started I started by running one mile. I did that for a couple of weeks, okay? Then I ran two miles, did that for a couple of weeks. And then over time, I started to add a few miles here and there, right? I go, I go to five miles, to eight miles, to 10 miles. And once my body got used to it, I actually signed up for two half marathons. Um, one, they, they were a few months apart, but I signed up for two half marathons, right? And once I did that, I knew I was ready and I signed up and ran my very first full marathon back in October. 
All wow. of this, all of this happened within 10 months. Mm-hmm. I went from not running at all, being afraid of it, to doing two half marathons and a full marathon all in 10 months. Nice. And it, it's funny because once I was able to conquer that challenge that, that was bothering me, it intrigued me. I'm like, what else can I do? If, if I was able to conquer this, what else can I do? What else is holding me back? So I started doing other things like hopping on a podcast with guys like you. Um, I started doing Facebook lives, right? Cause that's another thing I was, I was uh, scared about was doing a live video where there is no edits, right? There is no room yep. for edits. It's just your right. authentic self. Exactly. I got into public speaking. I got into the solar industry where I'm knocking doors, right? Knocking doors, trying to sell solar, which is one of the hardest jobs in the world. But all of this stemmed from the confidence that I gained from actually running my full marathon, right? Like, like I did it, man. I actually mm-hmm. did it. And at that point, I just felt unstoppable. Yeah, you just crushed that fear. You just took that limiting belief and completely got rid of it. I mean, yeah. I feel like it might be always there, very small, like in the back seat. But because you've established that new belief and you've, you've conquered it, and that's especially like a recent win, you keep that momentum going. It makes that like, call it like the devil voice, like so much smaller. Yeah, It's like about like who you feed, you know, what, what, what thoughts are you feeding? And I know you just did a, uh, you were a keynote speaker at an event actually over this past week weekend. How did that momentum roll into that? Yeah. So again, like I said, once I completed my marathon, I was, I was trying to figure out what else am I afraid to do? Right. What other fears can I fears can I conquer? And public speaking was one of them. I I always wanted to be a speaker. I always dreamed to be on big stages and speaking to tens of thousands of people. Right. But I was just I was afraid to get up in, in front of people and and, and speaking. So um, I actually met a a a good friend of mine, Brandon Godoris. I met him at a, a a networking event. I believe it was about two years ago. And little did I know at that time, he was actually starting up his public speaking school right and he was partnered up with this guy named carl michelle from new york and at that time when i met brandon they were starting their public speaking school and pretty much just just teaching people how to speak in front of in front of other people right how to structure your keynote how to deliver it how to move your body how to connect with the with the audience stuff like that so i did a lot of uh courses a lot of public speaking courses with brandon online but the event we just had over the weekend was the first event I had in person. And Brandon tell, what told, told me, he's like, listen, anyone who shows up to this event gets to speak in front of in front of each other, in front of an actual audience. So I was like, oh, man, this is a no brainer. Signed up to it uh, with with it was a two day mastermind. So I went to that. And yesterday I actually got to I actually got to uh, do my my keynote speech for the very first time in front of everybody. And come and, on now. Yeah, and I actually told this story about the marathon that I just that I just talked about. Um, that's the story I told, and it moved a lot of people, man. And the reason I picked that story specifically was because I I could I could generate so much emotion just by that one story alone. It's powerful. I mean, especially with like the the history leading up to. It. I mean, you couldn't even run a mile in high school without throwing up. To go from that to running yeah. a marathon, that's like a huge change, total change. And not only that, but also like the like literally crushing that limiting belief of, Oh, I can't run. I'm not a runner. I'll just lift weights. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, I'm living proof that if, if, if you really set your mind to it and you're committed to something, there's nothing you can't do. Um, And and it's, this isn't just 
limited to running or 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 fitness, right? I believe that in all areas of my life. Yeah. And as this like momentum's been been carrying you and you've been, you know, staying on top of it, where do you see that like taking taking you the rest of this year and then, you know, moving forward? Is there like an ultimate play, a, a way to give back? Like what does that look like? Yeah, so a couple of things. Uh one of my main goals this year is to be to be featured on as many podcasts or interviews, or even if I get to speak on stage as a keynote speaker, my goal is just to be able to have those opportunities as much as possible. I think I'm in a position now where I can drop a lot of value to a lot of people. Um, I, I really do think that a lot of people have come from similar backgrounds as me and you, right? Not, not everyone has grown up with a mentor to show them the way or got that right book or met that right person, right? And I really feel that, especially in today's world where a lot of people's mindset is limited, either limited or weak, or they don't know how to break out of that. I really feel I could share that, that, that story and share some value with them. So one of the, like I said, one of the biggest goals is to share my story this year with as many people as possible. Um, another thing I want to do is I want to be able to just continue my net, my networking, uh, because that's always helped me in the past. I, I've met some incredible, uh, credible people in the past doing that. And it's something I've, I mean, I love traveling. I love meeting new people. And then lastly, I really want to be able to get my, because uh, I'm an online coach, right? I'm a mindset and and a life coach. And I really want to be able to drop value through that as well to as many people as possible. Yeah. What is what does that look like? The, um, you know, your coaching program, I know it's been like really helpful to to others. Yeah, so it's an online course. So it's a video course. I believe there's uh, 16 videos in there uh, where, you know, the, the thing is, what do what do a lot of people struggle with right nowadays? We were talking earlier about um, commitments and, and those daily habits, right, with the gym. Mm-hmm. A lot of people right now, they don't know, they don't implement the correct daily habits or positive daily habits, right? A lot of people, it's just pure negativity in their life, right? A lot of people have weak self-talk. A lot of it's people really don't sad. even know what, a lot of people don't, don't know what their goals are in life, right? Or or they do know what their goals are, but they're too small. A lot of people don't have this vision of what their future could be, right? So every, all those things, your mindset, your your uh, I'm I'm sorry, your your daily habits, your self-talk, your goals, your vision, all this ties in with developing a warrior mindset. And in today's world, you have to have a warrior mindset if you want to get to that desired future. So that's basically what my course teaches teaches them. I also work with them one on one a couple, couple of days a week just to make sure that they're on track and if they have any questions. Um, in this course, I go over methods like future foresight, which is just a fancy way of saying where do you envision your life ten years from now? And we actually break down how we're able to create that vision for them. We also talk about the goal pyramid method, which is a good way to figure out what your goals are how to stay on top of them and how to achieve them. And lastly, we talk about uh, the seven areas in your life because what a lot of people do in today's world is they'll either focus on one or two areas in their life, but there's actually seven areas in your life where if you're able to master all of them, that's where true fulfillment will come in, right? Some people love going to the gym and they work out, but they don't show up for their family, right? A lot of people make money and they're rich and and they have a growing business, but maybe they're not in tune with the spirituality, right? Right. So it's, it's not enough to be, 
you're you're not going to get full success the the ultimate success just focusing on one or two areas in your life you must master all areas in your life to the highest degree possible in order to achieve the best outcome possible i couldn't agree with you more dude and that that's a whole lot of value packed in one course man like yeah man. i'm gonna have to go check this out myself too but if that if that like hit any of you guys if anything that you know danny said has has stuck out to you go check out his instagram it's it's dan flores lifestyle flores is f-l-o-r-e-s again dan flores lifestyle shoot him a dm um you know let him know you know something that he said that you know i don't know if it was about his story about running the marathon or anything else that that you know stuck out to you and just let him know like where you're trying to go because I know Dan, and he's more than happy to help out anybody that reaches out to him, but you got to want the help. So take that Instagram, go ahead, shoot him a DM, and uh, you know, let me let me know what you guys want to hear next time we have Dan back on the show. We'd love to to hear if you guys want to delve into certain areas, maybe have him go into those those seven different um, areas to improve your life in. But thank you so much for coming on the show, Dan. Again, it really means a lot just to like talk to another guy that's that's literally been through it, you know, was on the other side of it. They see where most people are at and just trying to like be that, be that person to, to hold people um, accountable to their dreams. And then also like bring people to their dreams. Cause like you said, a lot of people just don't have that, that 10 X mentality and don't have the, you know, near, near drive that they could have in life. And they need someone like you to point them in that right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, thank you so much for having me on, on your podcast, dude. I, I it's a complete honor. And I, I really hope that anyone that's watching this, um, does reach out to me because, you know, in this world, the thing is too, that I didn't mention earlier is collaboration is like the new currency, right? And there's, there's, there's dude. nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with finding a mentor or a coach that's going to help you to become the best version of yourself. Right. The problem is, you can't make a shot that you don't take. You have to be able to take action. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. So it's all up to you, man. <laughs> right on. That's a great way to wrap it up. Take care, everybody. We'll catch you on the next episode.